Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 13th. I'll leave that one with you, but it is Friday the 13th of January. And for this podcast, of course, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast on this spooky day. All right, well, let's get to the numbers and the scores on the doors with the Dow Jones closing up 217 points, 0.64%, 34,190. We had a high of 320 points up and a low of 181 points down. A pretty uh, anemic, in some respects, uh, response to the CPI number, which came in uh, lower than expectations, or certainly lower at least, uh, pretty much actually in line with expectations. We had the NASDAQ up 69 points, 11,001, up 0.64%, bang in line with the Dow. And the S&P 500, funnily enough, not doing quite so well, up 0.3% 13 points, 39.83%. But 4,000 must be a possibility there as we get to see the fallout and the ramifications of last night's CPI number. But the, the range wasn't that huge in the US Dow market last night, uh, around 500-odd points, which considering the import of that CPI number, a little bit underwhelming. But it was enough to send the VIX volatility index spiralling downwards, down 10.7%. 18.9 crisis what crisis so uh, a pretty good night on the dow s&p asx spy futures are showing a 34 point gain building on that 85 point gain that we saw yesterday so we will should be above 7300 on the index so santa may not have come at christmas but santa is well and truly in the house as far as uh, European markets go, they were also better. They didn't see the CPI as much as the US markets did. Stock 600 up 0.6, FTSE up 0.9, Germany up 0.7, France up 0.7% as well. In the US, bond yields tumbled on the back of that CPI number. 10 years, 3.43%, 2 years, 4.13, down 12 basis points and 9 basis points respectively. We also saw the US dollar index coming under pressure, down 0.9, with the Aussie dollar up to 69.70, uh, banging on the door of the 70 cents. So suddenly that Hawaiian holiday is looking a little bit more attractive. Bitcoin also having a big, big rally, 7.1% higher, hitting towards 19,000. In the US, some of the stocks there moving and shaking. We had Apple pretty much unchanged. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, was up 2.9%. Google down 0.4%. Microsoft up 1.1%. Amazon up 0.2%. Tesla up 0.3%. Netflix up 0.9%. Pretty anemic, really, in those uh, NASDAQ stocks. But anyway, uh, US banks, we are on the cusp of the US bank reporting season. They kick off on Friday the 13th. Is that a sign, Freddie? Uh, JP Morgan down 0.1. Citigroup up 0.8. Goldman Sachs, uh, fresh from sacking loads of people this week, up 1.5%. Bank of America up 0.3. Wells Fargo up 0.2. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, 
up a measly 0.2 of a percent. But we did see Exxon Mobil up 1.7 percent, General Motors up 1.4, uh, Walmart down 0.9 percent. Looking across at commodities last night, oil continues to trundle higher, mainly on the back of the Chinese reopening trade that we are obviously seeing at the moment. Brent crude up 1.2 percent to 83.92. WTI up 1.1 percent, 86 cents to 78.27. The gold price hurtling ever higher, 18.98.4, 22.60 up. 1.2%. US dollar down, gold up. It's a simple equation. Also helps commodity stocks and commodities in general. Copper up another half a percent. Nickel up 1.9%. Aluminium up 2%. Zinc up 1.5%. Lead up 0.9%. And ton up 2.5% there. Iron ore barely registering a pulse up 0.2% though, so that was slightly better. Uh, so we are seeing a little bit of a rally in iron ore. Dalian iron ore futures yesterday were up 3.3%. So that was uh, certainly helping our market in our time zone yesterday. Miners overseas, BHP up another 2.5% in ADR terms. Rio up 3.1% in ADR terms. So the BHP all-time highs continue uh, closing in on that 50 bucks. And don't forget the huge amount of dividends that BHP have paid. Also, the fact that they got uh, Woodside to take their oil and gas assets. So uh, BHP shareholders have had an absolute a ripper of a year, and that continues. Freeport McMoran down 0.1, Alcoa up 2.6, Tech up 2.1, Anglo up 2.5, Glencore up 1.6, Vale continuing to bounce. Uh, maybe the uh, the Bolsonaro um, resurrection is well and truly over there. Good for Brazil. 2.7% better. Arbomile in the lithium space, 2.8% better. So we should see uh, lithium stocks doing uh, a little bit better again today. So the Dow Jones, 216 points. Uh, the Nasdaq is on pace for its biggest weekly increase of the three indices, gaining 4.1%. Uh, Investors picking up beaten down growth stocks certainly applies to Bitcoin as well. The big number last night, of course, was the December CPI report, which showed a 0.1% dip in prices. If Joe Biden was John uh, George Bush, he would probably be out on an aircraft carrier somewhere with a big banner saying mission accomplished. But maybe not a 0.1% dip in prices from November. Prices still 6.5% higher than the prior year. That was in line with what economists polled by the Dow Jones expected. In November, the report showed a 0.1% monthly gain, an annual pace of 7.1%. So that is good news, 6.5%. The CPI, which excluding food and energy prices, was also in line with expectations, showing a month-over-month gain of 0.3%. That so-called core index was 5.7% higher in December. Inflation is dead. Long live inflation. A growing confidence in China's recovery and mounting evidence of cooling U.S. inflation has been pushing up the crude oil price. We're also seeing a number of talking heads out and about talking about oil prices. $110 forecast for the year. So uh, that's certainly helping. And of course, the Chinese reopening, the big, big driver there. And uh, 
watching CNBC this morning, I saw the CEO of uh, Nike, John Donahoe, said the brand is really focused on Gen Z consumers in China and is continuing to see strong demand in the region. So he seemed to be quite bullish on the outlook. Following the CPI last night, we did see a number of Fed heads out and about. It does look like 25 basis points at the next meeting is pretty much set in stone. The chances of that now risen to 96.2%. So that is good news uh, from that perspective. Not much today in local news. We do have a little bit of brokerage coverage. Ingenia Communities has been initiated neutral at JP Morgan. I wonder why they bothered. Galleon Lithium uh, GLN has been initiated outperform at Macquarie. And uh, they have a price target on that one of $1.90. So that's quite a big jump from its $1.18 currently. The Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, has warned of a budget hit from national disasters. and uh, He thinks that there may have been $5 billion wiped from the economy uh, due to extreme weather. And a little bit of competition for Jetstar. Let's hope it gets prices down a little bit. But Bonza, the new cut price airline, has got the green light for takeoff. It is going to be offering $50 flights. It has aircraft with the great names of Sheila Shazza and Baza, and they're beginning flights to 19 domestic locations within weeks. Some other research out this morning. Northern Star has been downgraded to neutral from outperform. Uh, the target price has been increased, however, to $11.30 from $9.40. Interesting. And we have seen a number of other gold stocks being uh, downgraded as well. This is by Credit Suisse. And we saw uh, Perseus Mining, PRU, downgraded to neutral from outperform. Target increased, however, to $2.30 from 2 bucks. So they're upping the targets, but downgrading the recommendations. Evolution Mining, downgraded to underperform from neutral. So basically, they got that one wrong. They got the others wrong as well. Uh, the target is increased from $2 to $2.80. And Sandfire Resources, the last of the four, that they have downgraded to an underperform from neutral. The target has increased, however, to $4.30 from $3.41. There you go. Nice work, Credit Suisse. No wonder they're in trouble. Uh, we also are seeing this morning uh, Maine Nicholas, uh, Maine Farmer rather, has launched Halouette in the US market, confirms milestone payment to Mithra of 1.6 million euros, and Argosy Minerals has been initiated as an outperform at Macquarie. Uh, target price, 85 cents, which gives them a 27% upside potential. Don't forget, last year we did interview on the couch the CEO of Argosy, which has the Rincon project in South America. Well worth revisiting that if you're interested in Argosy or lithium in general. Question of the day today. It's Friday. It's Friday the 13th. Are you superstitious? Do you have lucky trading socks? Do you have uh, a system, a format, a ritual that you go through? Uh, are you superstitious about the market? Uh, does Friday the 13th make any difference to you in your life? Love to hear from you. A little bit frivolous, but it is Friday and we're still in January. So what the hell? But that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as usual, 
May the trading gods be with you.